Ready for some fun in the Disney parks? Don't forget your Sorcerer Radio gear. The Sorcerer Radio Shop has everything you need to show your SR pride in the parks. Pins, shirts, hats, and more. Before you begin your vacation, stop by the Sorcerer Radio Shop at srsounds.com shop. an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio. Program, DW60, Press Row. However, you may be listening, Sorcerer Radio, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're glad you're here to find out what is happening at the Walt Disney World Resorts. Jeff Davis here with you. Hope you are having a fantastic day. By myself for this show, uh, Nicole is out of town. She has been uh, back home uh, with my family in Arkansas for the last few days. And uh, I've been helping out my sister who had surgery. So um, she'll be back, uh, well, sometime today, actually. <laughs> so she's probably on the road right now driving driving back uh, this morning. But uh, show goes on, and I've got some great uh, Walt Disney World news to get to this hour. One thing I did want to mention real fast um, and that was something uh, that had to do with Disneyland and its reopening. So, you know, the state of California came out with these guidelines uh, as to when smaller theme parks and larger theme parks could could reopen and allow guests back at like a 25% capacity, uh, physically distancing, uh, you know, on attractions and queues and restaurants opening and their guidelines and everything else. And, oh, man. <laughs> I just, I, I'm just going to be brutally honest here. I, I just, it's not very, very realistic. Let me just put it that way. I'm not going to go into, you know, specifics of what the state of California is asking theme parks to do. It's, it's to me, it's, it's crazy, just absolutely crazy. In order for Disney to be able to reach that point, you know the. The infection rate has to be at a certain percentage and everything. It's just very unrealistic. And it makes it even more unfortunate because all of these cast members are without a job. And the layoffs, you know, continue. Uh, them saying, you know, sorry, we can't use your services anymore. We have to let you go. And that continues to keep all those people out of work. It's just... The state of California has just put Disney in a very, very bad situation and Disney is trying their best 
to help these individuals get back to work. And, and the state of California is just not making it very easy for them, you know. Uh, so I feel bad for Disney. And I feel really bad for those cast members who were waiting on the state of California to say, okay, you know, it seems like Disney's been doing a great job at Walt Disney World in Florida with what they're doing, physical distancing and, and consistently sanitizing all the time and everything else. Uh, apparently that just was not good enough. I don't know. I'm not a politician. So I don't know the ins and outs of you know, what the state of California is asking. And I don't know what the communication has been uh, between California and the Disney company. Uh, but I know that you know Disney has put out uh, Twitter posts and everything else in response to it. Again, I'm not going to go into specifics of it. But I just, I just really feel bad for all those people. I really do. And I feel bad for Disney who want those people to come back to work. As many as they can get into the park to get them working, to provide food for their families, pay the mortgage, pay the electric bill, uh, be able to pay their rent or vehicle, whatever it may be, just to be able to live. State of California is just not making it easy at all. And, and I, I feel bad for them. I really do. I am very thankful that the state of Florida has done what they have done, allowing Disney to be able to open at a reduced capacity, you know, practicing the physical distancing, the sanitizing, the wearing of masks everywhere at a Disney park. They're doing what they can to keep people working as best they can. It's difficult. So if, uh, and, and, and at the same time, I don't want to leave out the guests who enjoy getting to go to Disneyland out there in California. I'm thinking about you, too. We all, all all feel so bad about the cast members out there and losing their jobs, not being able to work. But I feel bad for the guests as well because they want just a little bit of time to step away from the current situation that we're all dealing with and just in, forget about all it for a couple, just a couple minutes, even though you're still wearing a mask. You're still physically distancing. Just step away from it and enjoy something else to not have to constantly be reminded all the time of everything that's going on. Just a moment of Disney happiness for those guests. I feel bad for you, too. I really do. But at the same time, if you can, if you're able to, and you feel safe enough to do so, jump on a plane, fly over to Orlando, and go to Walt Disney World. Disney and Walt Disney World are ready for you to show up, up over there. And enjoy your time. Experience. And if you've never been before, take the opportunity now to experience something new. Especially with it being reduced capacity. Attractions are very accessible. Many of the restaurants are open. And again, the capacity is reduced. According to Bob Chapek, it's only at 25%. Now, people will look at the crowds at Walt Disney World right now and kind of go, well, it doesn't look like 25% to me. Well, that's what happens when you have physical distancing in queues and a lot of people standing outside. But at the same time, more and more people are becoming more comfortable with traveling and going to Walt Disney World during the current situation. So those of you, of you out on the West Coast, I invite you, even though I'm not in Orlando, I invite you to Orlando and go to Walt Disney World. Get your Disney fix. Because I've, I've heard rumors 
that they're talking spring or summer of 2021 before Disney is going to have a chance to maybe open up Disneyland and Disney California. That's a long time to wait. During that time, you've already got money saved up for a Disneyland vacation. Use it on a Disney World vacation. It may cost a little more. You got to deal with flights and stuff like that, but it's it's possible. Why not? Anyway, just wanted to throw that out there. I my heart goes out to Disneyland cast members and guests. I, I really I really feel bad. I really do. But let's talk about what's happening at Walt Disney World. We all know that Halloween is approaching. It's getting closer and closer. A Disney Parks blog did share a special ride and learn from the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror over Disney's Hollywood Studios. If you've missed getting to ride the attraction here lately, if, if it's one of your favorite attractions... Or maybe you've never ridden the track attraction before. I recommend you head over to the Disney Parks blog. Check out the video. It gives a really good point of view perspective on the entire attraction. It really does. It's really cool. You need to check it out. On Friday of last week, Disney Parks blog did talk about a special offer for Disney PhotoPass service memory maker products. So important to catalog that visit to a Disney park. And yes, sometimes the memory maker, you know, may be a little expensive or anything else, but it's totally worth it. The price is worth the memories that you're going to get. And this is a special offer. You can purchase and activate a new memory maker, excluding the one day product anytime through November 30th, 2020. And here's the deal. You can download all the Disney photo pass photos and videos through the end of 2020, rather than just 30 days. However, photos and videos still expire in 45 days, so they must be downloaded before expiration. That's a special thing that they're doing. It's worth it. Sure, it's great to have it on your mobile phone. It's great. But you can't have all those magic shots, the characters that they put into the pictures of you, you know, Tinkerbell in the palm of your hand, or you're looking up at some Mickey balloons or something else. It's worth it. Give it a shot if you've never done it before and you're headed to Walt Disney World. For the first time ever, though, this is pretty interesting. For those of you that own a Florida-registered vehicle, you're going to have an opportunity at a specialty Walt Disney World Resort license plate that's honoring the resort's upcoming 50th anniversary. And with those proceeds, they will benefit... Make-A-Wish of Central and Northern Florida. I mean, if you've ever driven in the state of Florida, <laughs> specialty license plates, very, very many of them, uh, just a lot of them. I mean, they're everywhere. But for additional f- you know, fee, with a regular fee, you're going to benefit a really good charitable cause here when it comes to Make-A-Wish. And you'll have a fantastic license plate at the same time. <laughs> Now, the design itself, it has not been revealed. We don't know what it looks like. I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be wonderful. But $25 pre-sale vouchers plus the state administration fees are going to be available through your local county tax collector's offices and then license plate agencies across the state as well. Now, if you're interested in this, and 
If I were in Florida, I'd jump at the opportunity. I really would. Here in Mississippi, we, we, we're not going to get that. So get one for me, okay? <laughs> if you want more information about this and the special license plate that you can get, visit flhsmv.gov. I'll tell you that one more time. It's a lot to remember. flhsmv.gov to find out more information. Totally worth it. You get a really cool Disney license plate. And the proceeds, portions of the proceeds from that sale are going towards Make-A-Wish for Central Florida. That's fantastic. The great thing. Your very own unique Disney license plate. It's not going to happen often, folks. Take advantage of it while you can. All right, right now, we don't know if it's... It, how should I say this? It's very unclear right now. When the health officials and the cruise line industry is going to agree at some time as to when they're going to start sailing again. But the thing is, is that Disney right now is looking at early 2022 itineraries. That's Disney Cruise Line. And they're talking about dates for voyages to Hawaii, the Caribbean, the Bahamas, Pacific Coast. And a passage through the Panama Canal departing from New Orleans. About an hour away from me. Oh, interesting. Heck yeah! Hmm. Maybe I have to look at that. Now, booking opens to the general public on October the 22nd. That was yesterday. Some Disney guests have early access to. You want to check that. What you need to do is visit DisneyCruise.com. You can call Disney Cruise Line at 1-800-951-3532, or you can contact your travel agent if you're interested in these early itineraries for Disney Cruise Line in 2022. I was just talking with Joe from DizHiz the other day while we were doing Disney trivia uh, about Disney Cruise Line, you know, some of the, the different things that you might experience if they were to start sailing, let's say, in spring of next year or something. Um... What would it be like for physically distancing or trying to physically distance on a cruise ship? The obviously reduced capacity. What would dining be like, be like right now if Disney were cruising? Would there be more chances for you to dine at your favorite spot? For like, like to say, Palo, for instance. Would it be easier? Or would it just be the same as, yeah, it's difficult. You got to get Palo when you can. As soon as you get on board, unless you booked it ahead of time or whatever. Getting to eat at a place like Palo, even with reduced capacity. Would you be able to enjoy other things that you wouldn't normally do on a Disney cruise? Maybe an interactive adventure on the boat that you wouldn't normally do. Maybe a little miniature golf. Or maybe just taking the time to sit in a chair, look out onto the water, take a nap and just soak in the atmosphere. To me, that's what, I mean, that's what cruising is all about for me. That, that's just me. I spent years in the Navy cruising. <laughs> and, and let me tell you what, that is a totally different situation. The only time you're available to be able to soak in the atmosphere of being at sea is when nothing is going on. It's late at night. Very, very few opportunities. So the first time I got to cruise wasn't on Disney Cruise Line. It's on Carnival. And got underway, and I was like, 
Wow. <laughs> this is totally different. But I loved it. And I can only imagine. I've never been on a Disney cruise before. I can only imagine in my head what it's like to wake up on one of the Disney ships, go and have a fantastic breakfast. Maybe during that day, do some miniature golf. Maybe enjoy a Disney film at the theater. Do an interactive experience, you know, scavenger hunt or whatever they may have going on that day. I'm sure it's fantastic. And I guarantee you, even in, and I don't want this to happen when I say this, even if in 2022, we may still be dealing with a small portion of the current situation that we're in, Disney is going to create activities for you to enjoy on a Disney cruise. That's going to happen. It's just not the right time right now. But, like I said, early 2022 itineraries is what Disney is looking at right now. Hawaii, the Caribbean, the Bahamas, Pacific Coast, going through the Panama Canal. I've been through the Panama Canal before. It wasn't on a cruise ship. (laughs) So it was at night, and I didn't get to see a lot. But from what I hear, it's a fantastic opportunity to check out the Panama Canal and see everything between the Atlantic Ocean and the Pacific Ocean when you transit through. It's really something to behold to watch a ship go through these docks of raising and lowering of the water. It's, it's really something to see. It's fantastic. And then you see the other ships as well going through it. You go see the process and everything else. Definitely check it out. DisneyCruise.com or call Disney Cruise Line at 1-800-951-3532. Let's talk about Disney's Grand Floridian Society Orchestra. We all know the news that, unfortunately, they were let go from the Disney company. Everybody was devastated when they heard that. Nicole and I were like, wow, are you serious? You're cutting out some of the best music on Disney property? Wow, really? Yeah, they did. 32-year run at the Grand Floridian is what they had. Well, guess what? They are reuniting this holiday season. They're in Central Florida. It's an event called Jolly Creek. They're in Kissimmee, Florida. The Jolly Creek Society Orchestra is going to be the headliner for an event every single night that it's going on. Now, there are more details that are going to be announced very, very soon, but the festivities will be kicking off on November the 20th at Boggy Creek Airboat Adventures. So if you're a big fan of the Grand Floridian Society Orchestra, you're going to have an opportunity to hear them play again starting on November the 20th at Boggy Creek Airboat Adventures. That's fantastic. I'm glad that they you know, have some work. They will have a paycheck coming in. It's a fantastic thing to hear, and I'm glad that this you know, organization took advantage of the fact of them being available. And I almost guarantee that Boggy Creek is going to be seeing a lot more people coming to visit them simply because of this orchestra, because they are fantastic. So if you're going to be in Central Florida starting on November November 20th, you can check them out over there. Maybe you're headed to Walt Disney World pretty soon, and you're going to be staying over at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. Well, those who are are receiving emails letting you know about some of the modified activities on the grounds this year because of COVID-19. This is what Disney had to say. 
Thank you for choosing the Walt Disney World Resort and Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground as your vacation destination. We're excited to share our hospitality with you. The spookiest season is still on the way to Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground, and it's bound to be frightfully fun. We look forward to hosting a variety of activities that will bedazzle and bewitch you. This year on Halloween, guests at Disney's Fort Wilderness, Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground can participate in the golf cart and campsite decoration contest, as well as our pet costume contest and pumpkin carving contest with a few modifications. We're also excited to offer a new spellbinding pumpkin scavenger hunt for ghouls and goblins of all ages, ages as well as the chance to decorate your very own mini pumpkin for those planning to wear a costume make sure to read our official costume guidelines before brewing up your halloween best and remember that a costume mask is never a substitute for a required face covering still gotta wear a mask okay based on guidance from health authorities such as the Centers for, uh, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, which is the CDC. Uh, trick-or-treating at the campground is not permitted, and activities and gatherings should be limited to those in your travel party. Please continue to practice physical distancing. For more information on activities at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground this Halloween, make sure to visit the Bike Barn in the Meadows Recreation Area once you arrive. Holiday season at the campgrounds for Fort Wilderness have always been a huge draw. Massive draw for people because campers get out there with their RVs and regular campers and tents and everything else. But not only are they bringing those with them, they are bringing a plethora. (laughs) A plethora of decorations for their campsites. It is absolutely amazing. And every single year, people are showing up and they're like, Yeah, just like that. Because the decorations that these people put together on these campsites is amazing. It's absolutely, I've never been myself. But I have watched quite a few YouTube videos over the years of people riding around on a golf cart doing their YouTube video just simply on decorations during Halloween and Christmas, the holiday season there at the campgrounds. People go above and beyond when it comes to these things. It's amazing. It's fantastic. It is a great time for the entire family to enjoy. But just make sure you follow the guidelines this time around. And for those campers, what I read to you, make sure you do that this season, all right? Follow the guidelines. Don't give Disney a reason to have to say, well, you, we had problems, so we can't do, you know, holiday season this year. Just make sure you follow what they need to do, okay? So, for a few months, there was a financial hardship going on when it came to the operations of the Morocco Pavilion at Epcot. Uh, But Disney is going to be taking over those operations. This is what they had to say. After many years of working together, we have a mutually agreed arrangement to begin the process of transitioning operations of the Morocco Pavilion to Disney. This is what apparently what uh, 
Marak- uh, Marrakesh is saying. By the end of the year, Disney will assume operations of this important part of Epcot, and under Disney's operation, the pavilion will continue to honor the rich traditions and legacy it has since it opened. Now, they are saying the move is going to be completed by the end of 2020. Quite a few months after Disney filed a debt against Marrakesh Moroccan Restaurant LLC back in September. Now, Marrakesh Moroccan Restaurant, they did, you know, face some real financial problems as a result of the current situation that we're all dealing with. And then you, you know, have to deal with the reduced foot traffic when it comes to Epcot itself. So back in April, they filed for a $1 to $2 million paycheck protection program loan for their 260 employees. Also, more recently, Tangerine, uh, is it Tangerine Cafe? I think that's the name of it. Uh, was forced to re- reclose due to lack of demand after initially opening with the rest of Epcot, but it had to shut down. So... I think it's great that that section of Epcot is going to open up. I hope that people see that and actually go in and make everything that has happened worthwhile because a lot of people, you know, miss the restaurant there. Um, Shopping has been available to a limited capacity and everything else. So we saw France open up the uh, restaurant there. So maybe good things for, for Morocco in the world showcase. I don't know. We'll see. I feel bad for those 260 employees. I feel bad for the uh, Marrakesh Moroccan Restaurant LLC. I feel bad for them, too, because uh, they've run that for quite some time. That's unfortunate. But for Disney guests, you'll get to enjoy it again. That's a fantastic thing. Uh, Hopefully, maybe one day they will come back and, uh, you know, be able to run things again. I don't know if this is an absolute, if it's this is the final decision and it's not going to change anymore. I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. So many different things that this situation has done. It's unfortunate. Definitely unfortunate. Let's continue with Epcot because Disney has just announced some of the details and the dates for the 2021 Epcot International Festival of the Arts. It's a big celebration. It's visual, culinary, performing arts. A lot of different things to enjoy. And it is coming to Walt Disney World early next year. Now, this is set for January the 8th through February 22nd, 2021. One more thing that you can do at Walt Disney World during everything that's going on. So, you get to indulge in over 15 food studios serving culinary art around the World Showcase. Culinary art. Yum. (laughs) Explore and purchase the brilliant and diverse work of Disney and other invited artists on displays in the marketplaces encircling the World Showcase Lagoon. I don't know how this is going to work with physically distancing and everything else. We've seen it in the past to where portions of uh, the world showcase there would be a mural and it would be this paint the numbers scheme Uh, a cast member would give you a number and uh, a color and they'd say go paint this area and you would go and paint it i don't know how that's going to work because i think that's what they're talking about here but it looks like a lot of fun maybe it'll just take longer for the murals to be completed 
uh, because of physically distancing, only allowing so many people to be in that area at a time. Yada, yada, yada. Also, you can step into the scene at a special photo locations that will be scattered around the park. You can participate and there you go, the paint by the number mural. Watch as visitors, artists create magic right before your eyes. Catch performances by favorite Epcot musical artists like the Mariachi and the uh, Jammeters. A scavenger hunt as you search for Figment around the World Showcase. You can check out festival-exclusive merchandise. Fantastic stuff. I wish that they were doing it a little bit longer, but then I have to say... Another festival coming up right after that. You know which one it is. I don't have to tell you. So things continue to, you know, keep moving and improving at the Walt Disney World Resort right now. Uh, That has not changed. And it's for the best. And I'm hoping as... Even with Morocco opening up, uh, maybe after the holiday season, maybe increases in park capacity can happen i don't know maybe more cast members can you know come back to work well i mean we'll just have to wait and see it's it's hard to say it's hard to say and it's difficult to talk about because you know so many people are affected but uh, that's what's happening at the walt disney world resort when we ta- we're going to take a break when we come back i've got an anniversary i've also got some birthdays and a rumor of the week right here on dw60 Tired of missing out on free dining and special park openings? Looking to keep your finger on the pulse of all things Disney? Well, we've got you covered. EarsAlert.com has up-to-date news, deals, and information from the very best Disney news sources. Visit EarsAlert.com and download our iOS or Android app to get immediate updates whenever a Disney news story breaks. Visit EarsAlert.com today. Are you a park opener? Maybe you love the smell of pirate water. Here at Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company, we're a little sweet on Gaston, and we think you might be too. Bring these magically inspired scents to your home, or it could be off with your head. Magically scent your world at magicallyscented.com. Source or radio listeners, be sure to use the code SOR20 to get 20% off your next magically scented order. Bringing more people together than ever before at one happy place. SRSounds.com. Download Sorcerer Radio's mobile app today and hear the magic from your iPhone, iPad, or Android device. SRSounds.com. Take a moment and think about where you are. Now, let's dream about where you'd rather be. A Disney Cruise Line vacation, perhaps? Let us help. We'll add some ocean waves. Now, the kids are playing at their own clubs. You're enjoying a romantic dinner. And tonight, gather for fireworks over the ocean. More fireworks. When you're dreaming of the perfect vacation for the whole family, the difference is Disney. Visit www.storybookdestinations.com to get started. Together, we can write your next fairy tale vacation. DisneyLiveCams.com is the place that brings magic into your home via live video and web cameras. The staff at Disney Live Cams scours the internet for only the best live Disney feeds. Watch from the comfort of your home or workplace. Be sure to check out the Downtown Disney Cam every night for a wonderful view of Epcot's reflection 
collections of Earth. Feel free to enjoy the Disney Live Camp's featured articles. Join the fun with our discussion boxes. And best of all, it's free. Visit DisneyLiveCams.com. Tell your friends and share the magic. DisneyLiveCams.com, a proud sponsor of Sorcerer Radio. Did you know that Sorcerer Radio has their own YouTube channel? It's true. Check out all of the great videos from Disney News, Resort TV, ride-throughs, music remixes, and more. Stop in at srsounds.com slash YouTube and enjoy even more magic from your favorite Disney radio station. Be sure to like and subscribe for all of the updates at srsounds.com slash YouTube. Do you have a Disney-related business or product and would like help getting the word out? Become a sponsor of Social Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at srsounds.com. It's DW60 with Jeff Davis. Check out the sound. Yeah. I like this. Love the music. Great music. All the time. All the time. This is, this is. Everybody say. Sorcerer Radio. SRSounds.com. DW60 here on Sorcerer Radio, Walt Disney Music all day long, srsounds.com. Jeff Davis here with you. Hope you're having a fantastic and a magical day. What are some of the most popular songs played on Sorcerer Radio? We'll find out every Monday morning on the SRN Top 10, 8 a.m. Eastern Time. You can vote for your favorite Disney song on the Sorcerer Radio app. SRN Top 10, Source of Radio, all Disney music all day long, SRSounds.com. I was thinking about this upcoming festival, and I've been watching some YouTube videos here lately of different things, and uh, one that I watched just the other day. <laughs> so many people love the festivals at Epcot. There was a line outside of the Land Pavilion that went from outside the pavilion down the walkways and over towards the seas with Nemo and friends. That's how long the line was just to get into the land pavilion in the morning time as Epcot opened up. So a lot more, like I said before, a lot more people very, very comfortable with heading to a Disney park right now, uh, Walt Disney World, to be able to check out uh, what's going on. Stuff like, you know, the food and wine festival and everything else. Uh, fantastic thing. So when you go to the parks, don't think it's, well, Disney's already sudden just up the capacity to 50%. No, it's just those lines that look long, they're really not. It's really only uh, a few minutes more than what you, uh, I'm sorry, it's only a few minutes less than what you may think it is, what uh, Disney posts, posts po- I'm having trouble talking today. What Disney posts on the My Disney Experience app as far as wait times and stuff like that. I can only guess the line outside of the Land Pavilion, the way it was the other day. Uh, it, it was a weekend, so a lot more locals showing up. But that was people waiting to get inside to go on living with the land, soaring, stuff like that. And so, you know, Disney has to say we can only have so many people in the pavilion at one time, socially distancing and everything else understandable i get it so don't be deterred when you see these long lines it's because of the physical distancing 
that it makes it look worse than what it really is. But uh, when it comes to these festivals, people are drawn to them. It's giving them something to do on the weekends, having a good time with Festival of the Arts coming up. I can only expect for those crowds to continue, especially when it comes to locals. Um, vacationers, maybe not so much because it's after the holiday season and not many more people are you know vacationing and going places. But uh, for locals and any annual pass holders, stuff like that, you'll see a lot more people. So let's talk about, uh, let's do some rumors today. How about that? Because I do have one really good rumor that I want to get to. It's kind of interesting. I wasn't like every other kid, you know, who dreams about being an astronaut. I was always more interested in uh, what bark was made out of on a tree. Hey, how you doing? You almost think I'm pretty stupid. You should never be allowed to talk to people. That's what I'm talking about! Let's get nuts! It's time for the DW60 Rumor of the Week. So I'm going to pose this question to you. A lot of you might have the same answer. Right now, at this time, what is the most popular attraction at Walt Disney World? A lot of you are just going to say it right off the bat. Rise of the Resistance over at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. That's the most popular one right now. And in order to get on that, you have to get into the virtual queue for that attraction. So here's the rumor right now. Word on the street is that Disney wants to add a virtual queue for Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's Run, and the Jungle Cruise. It's just a rumor. But to me, it's not surprising. It's been rumored in the past that because of the, you know, if you want to call it success of the virtual queue for Rise of the Resistance, Disney wants to add more virtual queues to some of the more popular attractions. So the question you really have to ask here is, is this really a good idea? Is virtual queues the future to replace what a lot of people sit there and say is a not-so-great Disney FastPass Plus system. A lot of people really don't like the FastPass system right now. It just does not work for them. But the virtual queues give people an opportunity to get a guaranteed spot, you hope, for an attraction, and then go off and do other things while you wait for that your turn to go on to that attraction. Like right now, you've got two times to get on for Rise of the Resistance for a virtual queue. 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. And you hope that your boarding party gets called so you get to go on the attraction. But at the same time, you don't have to stand in line for five to six hours to get on an attraction. And you can go and you can have lunch. You can do some shopping. You can do some other attractions. Smugglers Run? I I don't know if that needs a virtual queue or not. Jungle Cruise? It did not even come to mind at all. So I thought about it a little bit, and I said to myself, what is a better idea than just those two? In my opinion, this is just what I think. I think Disney should specify at least two attractions in each one of the Walt Disney World theme parks to have a virtual queue. What those are, well, I mean, just depends on what you think. For myself, I think Magic Kingdom, I would have to say... Hmm, Magic Kingdom 7 Dwarfs Mine Train 
would have to be one and Space Mountain would have to be another. Those are two that have really long wait times. When it comes to Epcot, I would probably... Okay, I would choose Test Track and Soren to have virtual queues. Or maybe Frozen Ever After. Kind of maybe want to throw that one in there a little bit. Disney's Hollywood Studios, you keep it where it's at for Rise of the Resistance. And maybe you pick another like Rock and Roller Coaster Tower of Terror or Rise of the Resistance. And I like this. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway virtual queue. Then head over to Disney's Animal Kingdom. Virtual queue for... Flight of Passage? Yeah, I think that's a good one to choose. Flight of Passage and either Expedition Everest or Kilimanjaro Safari. So if you have two attractions that have virtual queues, they're going to offset each other just a little bit because you have to choose one or the other. So maybe it's a good idea. I don't know. That's just my opinion. But I thought the rumor saying Smuggler's Run and Jungle Cruise was just a little odd. I do see a long attraction wait sometimes uh, for Jungle Cruisers. No, it's a very popular attraction. No doubt about that whatsoever. But at the same time, I kind of sat there and said to myself, "Mm, I would rather see two attractions from each park chosen for virtual queues we can't go virtual the entire time just can't do it it's just not going to happen but uh i do think it's a good idea i think i do think it's possible to happen and uh and and work so we'll see we'll see what happens all right let's get to some anniversaries and also some birthdays i do want to mention one email real quick uh we did have an email from jamie silva uh went on to say uh we I think Jamie had said, she said, I didn't mean Mickey Mouse in my email last time. I didn't mean Mickey Moose. It's a dessert at Amaretz in downtown Disney. It did give us a good chuckle that you thought it was a typo. I did. Nicole and I both are like, that's got to mean Minnie Mouse or or Mickey Mouse is what it's got to mean. I don't know. I'm glad we weren't completely and totally wrong. So that's a good thing. So, Jamie, thank you for emailing your correcting us <laughs> it's mickey moose not mickey mouse all right i'm gonna have to try that now mickey moose at amaretz all right we did have an anniversary we needed to get to let's go ahead and do that one right now email says this hey guys first thing congratulations on your wedding appreciate that thank you my name is justin could you guys give an anniversary shout out to my amazing wife tara Our six-year anniversary was on October the 10th. I proposed to my wife in front of the castle in 2013. We love eating at Sci-Fi and Garden Grill. Those are two really good choices. I like both of those places. Oh, and we have a new addition to the family on December the 2nd, 2019. Our son Jonathan was born, and we are taking him on his first trip to Disney World in February. You guys are great to listen to and hope you have a great day that came from Justin. So a big happy anniversary is going out to Justin and his wife, Tara. Get that ding as well. Congratulations on the birth of your child. Getting to go back to Walt Disney World and everything else. Fantastic. Heck yeah. And I'm going to give you sparkles too. All right. Let's do our birthday real fast. Birthday shout out says this. Good morning, Jeff and Nicole. I would like 
you to wish my husband, Lance Fegley, a happy 53rd birthday on Saturday, October the 24th. That would be that would be today, right? Yeah, I think it is. Or no, tomorrow. I'm sorry. Uh, we have been Disney fanatics for over 20 years. We had a trip planned this summer to celebrate our 25th, 25th anniversary, but that was canceled. Sorry about that. We are planning a trip next month and are very excited to get back to our happiest place on Earth. You guys are going to Walt Disney World? Yay! <laughs> Fantastic! Oh, you're so lucky. Lance is a wonderful husband and dad to our two kids, and we will continue his birthday celebration when we are at the parks next month. Our favorite restaurant is Tusker House for breakfast. Yum! Okay. Snack is a Mickey ice cream sandwich or kettle corn. Yum. And we have too many favorite rides to mention here. So two dinks for all the, the rides you you know want to mention. Uh, they go on to say we listen to each we listen to you each week on the podcast during our 6 a.m. walks. That's dedication. Heck yeah. 6 a.m. walks. I get up at 5:30 in the morning to go to work. I can't imagine having the opportunity to just wake up at 6 a.m. and just go for a walk. That's fantastic. Also, she went on to say congrats on your marriage, and we hope to see you at the parks someday. Thanks. That is from Sherry. So a big happy birthday goes out to her husband, Lance. Fantastic. Oh, my goodness gracious. We got anniversaries. We got birthdays. We got people going to Walt Disney World. I mean... What a fantastic, fantastic time to be a Disney fan, whether you think it may be or not. That's that's just my opinion. (laughs) So for those of you celebrating anniversaries, birthdays and all this other different stuff, uh, congratulations to every one of you. Have a good birthday. Have a good anniversary. And for your birthday, people, this song is for you. Happy birthday, a great big to-do. Let's celebrate, yeah, celebrate you. So make a wish, make a wish on your special day. You're looking great, so great. Come celebrate. Happy birthday from us to you. From the place, yes, from the place where dreams do come true. So here's a wish, one, two, three, four, part harmony. Happy birthday, your special day, to you, yes, to you. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Yeah, man. <laughs> you think Calypso music is hot? You wait till you taste the pepper on this one. Ha! Ico, Ico brings us to the end of our show. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Now, if you need to get in contact with me, send me an email. Send it to DW60 at SRSounds.com. You can contact me on Twitter at DW underscore 60. You can send a message to the DW60 Press Row Facebook page, or you can contact me in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. You want to hear DW60 in its entirety? Listen every single Friday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, with a replay at 7 p.m. Eastern over at SRSounds.com. This is Jeff Davis, DW60's Press Row Podcasts. 
Have a magical day. No, my pop was and your pop was. <laughs>